but uh, this time I'm going to be utilizing the now entire Northwest Connector system and then the Douglas yellow. County system. So it'll be kind of cool. Uh, activate we'll yellow. concept. Or arm yellow. It's the, the red button. The red light's not on. Anyway, <laughs> we are glad you're here. <laughs> like I said, fly on the wall. Fly on the wall. I'm paying for this microphone. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Uh, so now I can turn off the. You can the stuff. Please do. I don't want. Yeah. I don't want to edit around this. It's approaching comfortable. Unless you want to edit this show this this uh, this that'd time be, around. That'd be one hell of a room. Town. You're up for yeah. the challenge. <laughs> I'm not up for that challenge. Uh, no, it's, it's, it's already hot. <laughs> <laughs> when you use noise reduction on something like that, everyone comes through sounding like yeah. you're on the phone. Um, we've done with the door open a few times, and that's worked out okay. Yeah, so long yeah. as so long as you two on the ends stay pretty close to the front of your mic. Right, right. Um, that's the thing. Um, could I ask for just a little bit more sensitivity in my my channel? Just a tad. Oh, you're down on the. Oh, maybe that's it. Oh, that okay. There we go. Perfect. 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 I feel great now. I feel much better. Yes. Makes me feel like I'm, I'm in the <laughs> studio. I can hear myself. Oh, hello. Can everyone hear themselves? Everyone happy with their uh, their levels and such? Check, check. I check think so. One. Great. Yes. Simulance. How was Simulance. the mix last week? Uh, it was or this, this most recent one? Oh, it was good. Oh, good. It was good. Did good. you noise process uh, Mike at all? A little bit. Okay. It's, he sounded a little thin, but not like distressingly thin just yeah. just like a little yeah yeah he he had Pivot. a habit of like yeah yeah, uh, yeah. just get a little comfortable <sighs> right like get back in totally okay, right, let right, me right, tell right. you a story about <laughs> <laughs> let me to bring you out of what you're talking about and that's that's always the worst to get back it? to the mic yeah. 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 that is tricky about. yeah and i i would almost say like it depends on how bad it is you know like mm-hmm. I, w- I would almost say don't worry about it but but at the same time, you kind of do have to worry about it. Otherwise, I don't, I don't know if we were worrying too much about it. I think we were all right. Yeah, yeah for the most yeah. part. There was only, I think, twice where uh, we interrupted what he was doing to like be like, come back, come back. Right, right. You guys record all these mics on separate tracks? Mm-hmm. Yes. We do. Yeah, uh, there's a uh, piece of software I recommend called Levelator. It's free. And it uh, can yes. help when somebody kind of does this thing with the whole... We yeah. had it on the old computer. I don't know if it's yeah. on this computer. And actually, yeah. at your suggestion, uh, we could yeah, download it again. I, is it still available? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's I, uh, open, isn't it? It is now. And uh, the newest version still works on the most recent Shit. Mac operating system. So, <laughs> Good save. That was Ten really good. <laughs> I want that noise. <laughs> We will levelate that. <laughs> I am sure that I have levelator hey, this, on this is pretty good. a computer. So, is it? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Good, good. Uh, for whatever reason, I feel like my data connection's been bad today. I wonder if Uh-oh. I need to buy more data. Who knows? Oh, um, no. Do you happen to have your stuff? I'll be all right. Okay. Yeah. Um, my apologies. I'm a little low on battery. Okay. I have a battery charger if you want it. I could also plug it in. Well... Anytime it's plugged in, though, then there's issues with noise. Right. Oh, it makes right, right. that uh, yeah. the weird signal get, noise. The circuits yeah. the funny get all thing like, is, happy, and they're f- like, oh, it's oh goodness. Of, yeah, yeah. Like electricity. Apple knows how to fix these things, yet they don't shield their fucking yeah. power <laughs> from their audio. <laughs> RF, I'm like, RF shielding is... What the Christ? Right. Sorry. Do you remember uh, iPhone... Was it fucking iPhone 4 gate or some shit like that, where like they literally... The, the body attenuated in such a fashion, that's where the, like, you're holding it wrong. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, oh. it's all because there was, what? like, RF shielding 
missing off of the I think it was like three G antenna back in the day. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. If you held your phone wrong, you would literally induce the inability to get a signal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I guess it's easy to shit on Apple. But come on, oh, like yeah. Apple's fun to shit on. Oh, they, they kind of are sometimes. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I am a I am a dedicated fan, and yet I love shitting on them yep. when well, it's appropriate. And that's, and that's what I'll tell people: is look, I'm dishing, but I also use these fifty fifty. Oh like yeah. half of my times on a PC, half of the times on a Mac. I feel justified in bitching about it. I feel like Winston <laughs> Churchill and democracy with uh, Apple, and sort of like. Uh, Apple is the worst computer system of all, except mm-hmm. for all the others. Well, yeah. <laughs> if it weren't for the competition, yeah, they're yeah. they're Every not getting any them. better. Oh my god! When, when I got on the when I get on Windows lately, I'm just like, yeah, no, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I smell I spill I smell Linux in your future. Yeah, I was gonna say, have mm-hmm. you tried oh, a Linux? System? I have, I have, and you know what I say about that? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> supposedly, supposedly, it's getting. A little better, but also supposedly they've been saying that for thirty years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's, the, it's not untrue. <laughs> all my open source peeps are all like, "Ah, I love Linux." I'm like, "I like things yeah. that work." Mm. They're, also, the they're also they're also in a cult. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's such a cult. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I will full disclosure. I'm an Ubuntu user. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's as far as it goes. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way I'm gonna compile shit on on a Linux system, no. or there's you know, I mean, Audacity runs on Linux, so that's cool. Yeah, it's um, reasonably decent on Linux mm-hmm. too. Yeah, uh, but and and it's free, so that's even cooler. Mm-hmm. But as far as uh, capabilities, it's got nothing. Yeah, I think unless you know how to code. I think that one <laughs> advantage Linux has going for it today is that when you run into stumbling blocks, other people have usually solved it. Yes, oh, and so yeah. it, it it's like you spend. It's weird. Like you'll spend a relative amount of time troubleshooting Mac or Windows, and and I feel like it's almost at that point with Linux for like the couple of times that I've installed it is like, well, I want to get this to run. Oh, you need Wine. Great. Okay. Well, let's get that. Oh, cool. A detailed tutorial of ninety five steps. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, oh shit, I missed eighty four. Well, that's fucked. But eh, yeah, at least I gave yeah. it a shot. Nice brick. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's it's sort of like WordPress. It's sort of like you know if there's any ever any problem like I've I've worked WordPress inst- installs before and I'm like okay. I'm just going to Google this, and it's yep. like, yeah, somebody yep. else did this, and yeah, oh, yeah. all you have to do is go in here and do this, and your yep. website will be back. I'm like, thank God for the codex. Thanks. There we go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I was just going to say, I think what I'm going to do with this audio is save it until next week, because we are going to do the the like on scene with Wayne. Yes. But I'm not sure how that's going to turn out, just because it's all on scene live yeah, audio. That's going to so be I interesting. We might produce that as like a B or, or an X or something like that. Um, okay. Would and you like add that to the feed? But I think we'll release this what we're doing now next Monday or next cool. week, whenever Monday would be. All right. Sounds good. If that's cool. Yeah. I'm cool with it. Yeah. Excellent. I've got uh, my shotgun mic too. If you want something for oh slightly more directional oh, audio, yeah. just let me know. That could be good. Cool. Cool. Is that? Does that? Can you plug that into anything? Uh, if we grab the, or actually, you could you could take the my recorder too. It's got XLR oh, oh, out right. of it, so you could. If you'd like to experiment, let me know. Cool. <laughs> it's available. <laughs> I, I but sometimes am helpful for for field recording. Totally. You know, I'm heading down to Lebanon on Friday. Oh shit! Ooh, what are you doing down there? <laughs> Uh, recording with the, the Swift Summit Northwest. Oh, cool. yeah. yeah. I'm excited the, about this. The 100, 200. Yeah. 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 And you rented the van, right? I rented a van. I'll get you a receipt, Give me the receipt. When, yeah. Uh, yeah. when I go pick it up. Cool. Um, and Legitimate business Iverson, expense. Eric Iverson, uh, Armando, 
uh, Anna and myself are all heading down in the van. That's oh, nice. cool. And staying pretty much the entire weekend. Oh, Aww. that'll be cool. Yeah. In, in uh, Trevor's uh, parents' backyard. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, he's got parents in cool yes. places. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll get that over to you. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Cool deal. And uh, so, yeah, we got the time shift. Uh, I have a, kind of a basic idea of what I want to talk about on the on my arm here. So um, if that's cool, I'll just nudge the conversation at the right times. And, Fire uh, away. Yeah. I have a great tattoo idea for you. Is it this? It's <laughs> show notes. It's it's a piece of it's a piece of notebook paper. <laughs> oh yes, like lined paper tattooed right here. So then you've got like you know you've like got the notepad your notes. icon yeah, just yeah, right there on my wrist. Be more neatly organized when yeah. you do that. <laughs> Seriously, to do grocery list. <laughs> You guys have the intro memorized? Welcome to the Sprocket Podcast, where we are simplifying the good life. I'm Guthrie Straw. And I'm Aaron Flores, broadcasting from the People's Republic of Portland, nestled in the heart of Cascadia. We are the show that brings you somewhat irreverent conversations about the intricacies of thinking globally with a local perspective and bringing the best that life has to offer along the way. <laughs> uh and memorizing our, our intro. Choke. <laughs> Covering bicycling, trains, no, and transit. No, no, I can oh, do it. Oh, I can. Oh. He's got it. <laughs> Covering bicycling, trains, transit, adventures, and life hacks. And today, we got Tim Mooney for the 10th time. I, I'm like a double five-timer. Yes. Yeah. If you worked at You're Apple, great. we would slap an X yeah. on this episode. My, my five-timers <laughs> club is a five-timer. Yes. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Or your five timers club is two timing on you, <laughs> or something. I don't know. Who knows? Two times, math. five time. I was told there'd be no math on this podcast. <laughs> there won't. Just expressions. <laughs> just. just. <laughs> and I'm Brock Dittis, and I'm the and executive Brock producer is here. of the yes. Rocket Podcast and erstwhile host. Is that the proper use of the word oh, erstwhile? No screwing around. The boss is here. I, well, boss yeah. is here. So I'll be going over your performance reviews with you after this show. <laughs> Where are your damn TPS reports? <laughs> Did you get the memo? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to need you to come in on Saturday. That'd be great. (laughs) It's funny because it's true. (laughs) All of us at one point or another have worked in corporate America and office space really is. It's it's funny because it is true. Oh, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, we're all here in a really hot Airstream trailer. It's uh, it's a little little toasty in here. Yeah, yeah. I, toasty isn't fair because toasty like toast is dry. Toast is dry. You know, a toaster <laughs> toaster oven that's that's dry. This is this is uh, sauna e. Can I, I invite mm. you all to the District of Columbia for some <laughs> real humidity? <laughs> no, this I is mean good. this is this is good. This this is <laughs> I, you know it was funny because I was looking at the temperatures as I was you know uh, about to board my flight coming out here yesterday. And I was like, oh, it's going to be real deal heat and everything. And then I'm here, and it's like, ah, yeah, it's in the 90s, but it's like, it cools down into the 50s at night. Yeah, but Tim, and it's in the 90s. Yeah, <laughs> true. True. You got <laughs> But the humidity is nowhere near the swamp that I live in. So this really? is delightful. This is a vacation. So. Unless you're in this studio. Unless, of course, you're inside <laughs> a metal RV doubling as a podcast studio, in which case it is 8,000 degrees. Yes. It's airtight, and it's waterproof in the winter and the summer. Yes, and it is holding all the body heat and humidity in yeah. here. So, yeah. Yeah. We- oh. This is a departure from uh, kind of our, our normal format because ordinarily we are a magazine format, uh, much like really? y- perhaps your favorite show, <laughs> uh, Fresh Air with Terry Gross. We cover maybe one thing, maybe three things, maybe more with all of your favorite correspondence. And uh, today we've got a special feature because Tim Moody's in town. 
and I screw up all yes. formatting and programming. Yep, you just sort of take our show notes and just, okay, this looks good. Crumple, 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 <laughs> crumple that up and throw it away because you know I'm in town. The you, Tony Clifton of podcasting, exactly, yeah. exactly, in the most glorious way possible. <laughs> yes. We are glad you were here, and it is your tenth time in studio. That's ridiculous. At 2013, if you go back in the archives, you're not even on the iTunes feed anymore, I think. I would have to go back and verify that. But I think, yeah. you know, iTunes only lets you have so many. If you have another podcatcher, then uh, you're lucky because you, you have you them all, You might be probably. able to catch it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but uh, but yes, you you first came in five years ago. Five, uh, five years ago, last month, which so is crazy. You're averaging yeah. two visits a year, which is pretty good. That's that's nuts. I, why you put up with me is beyond me, but I don't know. Uh, because you're so because you keep coming back. Yeah, because you're like, hey guys, I'm coming in town on a podcast. <laughs> I have all your albums. No, you're so goddamn lovable. We're glad you're here. Oh uh, well, thank you. Thank and you. the first time you visited, it was uh, before PedalShift.net was even really a thing. Yeah, I think I had launched the website. Yeah, and at the time i you know i was into podcasting but i hadn't thought hey you know what the world needs a bicycle touring podcast that's right and uh you know it was after we had our chat in your uh your your place i think it was like three places ago for you that's right and uh i was like oh yeah i i do this podcasting thing i could probably do something on on bicycle touring i'll just do like a monthly show we'll just see what happens and then it turned into every other week and now i'm up to weekly and oh really Ooh, yeah weekly well except on cheat weeks like He's this. gunning for us guys no 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 see <laughs> I, I i cheat i do a best of once a month oh that's yeah. right. my, as yeah. my nice. listeners now know they're like yeah recycle that content dude <laughs> <laughs> and you're like yes please yeah, i'm like week off people absolutely week off. Yeah. yeah and i mean you can release this on your feed too if you want it's up I, to you I, I refuse to steal your downloads well that's nice of you I, I was uh i was going to so what you're really saying is that you're the one that drives all the traffic to our site i doubt that <laughs> i strongly doubt that isaac isaac how are you doing Isaac in New Mexico is a, is a listener of the pedal shift and just recently discovered us through you. Yeah. We did that yeah. survey. Was it a year ago? Yeah. The who yeah. found who first. The survey. who found who first. And it, and it yeah. was like, uh, uh, I, I expected it to be two to one uh, flowing from Sprocket to me. And it was kind of 50 50 actually. Yeah, I think it, it was really surprising. close. Yeah. Yeah. You're better at keywords. I uh, sure. What is <laughs> what is the, the term? SOE? Yeah, yeah. 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 SEO. <laughs> SEO or yeah. SEO, yeah. yeah. Yeah, what I have I have this thing in my website that says uh, uh write in a couple yeah. words about what your show's hey, about. Hey, right. I just do what Yoast tells me to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's exactly it. I use Yoast and it's just like yeah. just like four people who are listening are like, "Oh, dude, he uses Yoast." Was, yeah. <laughs> but but here's the cool thing is it works. It it, it sort of does. Yeah, it's sort of weird. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Uh, well, we brought you in because uh, you've got a number of things going on, and I will ask you. Maybe uh, we you went into far more detail on one of your recent episodes. I was uh, we were talking about humidity and whatnot. Uh, I was on the East Coast recently, and I flew over there. Uh, turns out there's this new thing uh, with certain airlines. I won't name which airline <laughs> is flying the friendly skies, but sometimes if you book one of their uh, <laughs> one of their flights. Where it's like, hey, this is the the cheapest fare you've got. Turns out, not only do you not get to pick your seat, but they don't let you bring any bags on the plane. Either. That is mm. correct. Yes, it's called the. Uh, it's like the super save. I'm not going to use their trademark phrase because it's called. Know, the, wow, that sounded cheap, but it's really not. That's exactly air. what it's yep. called. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah. Just checking. Uh, so I think uh, air travel has its ups and its downs, and that's one of the downs when yeah. we're talking about uh, again Can flying. We get a drum fill for that. Wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't be air travel without its ups and downs. That's right. Oh, Hopefully. oh my gosh. Right? I can't believe I didn't catch that. Like the elevator business. Am I right? <laughs> oh. Am I right, people? Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, it's it's interesting. The uh, some of the legacy carriers, uh, the degree to which they suck uh, right. now because of stuff like that. But mm-hmm. you know, in a way, it's sort of us as the consumer because we all sort of want the cheapest ticket possible, and so they keep taking away things like oh, I don't know bags. And, you want it cheaper? No peanuts. How y- about that? Yeah, yeah. I remember back in the day, it used to be you know like oh come on in, you're going to get all this kind of cool stuff that comes with the flight, and that's all been stripped away. Yeah, mm-hmm. the seats used to face and each it, other and have ashtrays and shit. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it, it does seem like it's sort of like part of the life cycle of of right. air travel is you you get this this new sort of upstart that's like hmm. yeah we got all the amenities that you miss right oh sweet we'll we'll check them out and there's there's a few airlines that like I'm I'm still holding out hope for but it also seems like the bigger an airline gets like. Uh, Northwest, which is no longer around, like they were great for a real long time, and then they got really not great. Mm-hmm. Did oh, yeah. Cooper have anything to do with that? <laughs> <laughs> he ruined ruined the backdoor uh, 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 concept on planes. Oh. Yes, oh. ruined it for everyone. Yeah. Well, well, that's the answer. Really, is you know, old is new again. Brick aesthetic is back. We're we're revitalizing the 1910s and 20s. We just got to bring back a fleet of DC 30s. That's it. <laughs> Three cocktails a day. I, I mean, they're still I'm out there. I'm holding out for biplanes. Okay. Yeah. You know, and like uh, <laughs> goggles. Maybe like they pass out goggles instead of uh, earphones. As long as it's inverted yoke, I think we're fine. Long white scarves. Yeah. If I can yeah. have, it can, if I can get me a, a set of goggles and a long white Man. flowy scarf, if I, I if I mail those over to you, I want to see you on your next flight, like sporting these goggles just in your long way. They'll be like the, the, the TSA guy who's not supposed to be known is going to be like pulling me off the plane and yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, answer me this. Speaking of the TSA and anybody who's flown recently, yes. uh, have you noticed that they are making a concerted effort to be friendlier than they used to be? Oh, like you mean the people at the gates, like, like the blue-shirted people? Yeah. Oh, oh, they look through your bags. Yeah, it's a, uh, uh, it depends on the airport. I don't know if it's a concerted effort, but they're. <laughs> I mean, and also let's let's also like be real with ourselves. Portland's yeah. kind of a bubble. Hmm. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'm here to tell y'all it's a bubble, <laughs> and that's what I thought. Uh-huh. Because when we departed on this last flight that I took, I thought, hey, uh, this is going to be like it's going to suck like every other time. And I'm going to say I, I don't enjoy the TSA experience, but Portland is definitely trying to humanize and uh, kind of rebrand yeah. their entire experience. But I thought yeah. it was just a Portland thing. But all it's the not. other airpl- airports that I got either stuck in or, or hung around uh, because other airlines that I won't name because I'm a better person <laughs> made me stay an extra night out in Air Portland when I wanted to be in real Portland. I love that Gershwin yeah. <laughs> But I just noticed that across the board, TSA used to be like downright uh, well, that was the, angry. Yeah, I would, that's sort of like their role, right? Is like right. you don't joke around. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're supposed to like have this command presence. You're supposed Sir, to be this is a serious process yeah. here. Yeah. You're We're supposed serious to be as a heart attack. <laughs> Tell that to Oregon man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oregon man. <laughs> Oregon yeah. man. You guys know there there was an Oregon man who did actually try to go through oh, TSA that's naked. That's, that's right. True. We, yeah. We've got our own. We've got our own brand. Technically <laughs> legal as a form of protest, <laughs> like yep. the world naked bike ride. Technically yeah. legal. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, so, anyways, I just noticed that. But uh, I will say, just based on humidity, East Coast much more humid than Portland. Oh yeah. Much more hu- much more humid than West Coast. You were at a place that was even more humid than that recently, and you did a podcast about bicycle touring in 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 France, in the Iberian yeah. Peninsula. Yeah. Yes, I I was in Paris uh, on a business trip for uh, uh, writing 
retreat that my girlfriend does every every year, every other year. And uh, this year, if you've been paying attention to the news, uh, Europe is sort of hotter than Hades. Mm. It's it's so hot and. Uh, Europe is not built for it. Uh, I have, I apparently have not been paying that much attention. It's um, apparently in parts of, uh, of of Portugal and Spain, they were as hot as Baghdad in the last week or so. Wow, like 117 wow. Fahrenheit. You know, just insane. And uh, I love, I love Paris. It's a wonderful city, but it is not built for 90 plus Fahrenheit. It's just um, what little air conditioning there is. There is often, as I like to say, a suggestion. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like like the refrigeration is not as big on execution as it is on sort of you know, and the idea of being cooler. So, yeah. It, Whereas, like most buildings around here, have some sort of air conditioning. Or you're not just talking about like air conditioned climate control refrigeration. You're talking about like food refrigeration. Oh yeah, the, the refrigerators there it seems are just sort of like eh, yeah, maybe maybe, oh. maybe we make like four degrees Celsius less. That was right. my terrible French accent. <laughs> in, in, a country, in a country known for like cheese, wine, and bread. Yes, yeah. right. As we were joking earlier, cheese gets better. If you don't refrigerate it, right? But the aroma does not. In same your, as wine in yeah. your Airbnb yeah. uh, mm. over time. But yeah, it was uh, it was so hot, and it w- but it was interesting because you know you, you just sort of you've got nothing, you've got no other option, and it's just sort of like you adapt, and I think uh, that's that's just what you end up doing. I mean, I'm sure with this this this. I mean, I've talked about this before. This is not what Portland was like when I lived here back in the dream of the '90s. This you climate know? and temperature. No, it never got even remotely this hot in any of the summers that I lived here, and. I, I talked to uh, my Portland native friends. I was like, "What is this? What's happening? Was did I just happen to catch Portland at a great time for weather in the summers?" And they're like, "No, this is new. This it yeah. was never yeah. like this." And I'm, it's just kind of fascinating that you know I'll be right now. It is hotter here in Portland than it is in DC, which is just weird. Which to is me. Yeah, yeah, usually not not so strange so strange but yeah uh well i was just gonna say I, i'm not gonna ask you to recap your entire episode uh in france but well i can just read it i am okay <laughs> I'll, I'll just i'll just read it you know you got that pulled up <laughs> meanwhile okay, on page episode one, one whatever it was yes <laughs> but can you summarize some of the high points because you were talking about like there there are some key differences people who do a lot of bicycle touring in america may not necessarily be completely set because there are a couple things in france that are different uh so what are some of the main differences people might expect you know what the thing about france brock it's, yeah it's the little things that's right you know <laughs> do you know what they call do you know what they call a quarter pounder with cheese? yeah <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe how you said that up for me. That's amazing. <laughs> Royale with cheese. Uh, there was actually a uh, cheese shop, uh, and I, I regret not taking a picture of it because I was moving it very quickly. It was called Royale with cheese. Oh, nice. Uh, I was just like, that's that's amazing. That's and it was great. in Paris, yeah. and I was like, that was definitely an, Amer- an American expat shop. Yes. Hmm. The, the interesting thing about France and bicycle touring is how well set up the country is for it. And I, this was... For whatever reason, news to me, uh, I didn't realize how important and how big uh, camping culture is in France. And I don't know why that surprised me. I, I mean, I guess I was just sort of going with what's my... Is that whole like sort of like stereotype of backpacking through Europe? Yeah. Is that, so that's like kind of a uh, real When I thing, was in college, actually. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's... I, I just... Um, I guess I just didn't have a lot of exposure to French culture before I started going sure. there for, for mm-hmm. business and because and Kimberly's really a big fan of France. So we go 
you know, once a year or once every other year. And uh, that was a really interesting element to it. And then as I was kind of learning how that overlaid into bicycle touring, there are amazing, well uh, set up routes. They're part of the Eurovelo uh, routes system, which goes through all of Western Europe and into Eastern wow. Europe as well. So you combine those two things, um, plus the fact that I think once you're on a bike, you get kind of extra special treatment, I feel like, in, some, in a oh, lot yeah. of places around the world. Hmm. Um, and, you know, it, it, it ends up working really well. And it's uh, it's something I'm excited to do. And when I had folks write into the show because I was like, hey, everybody, uh, I'm doing a show on bicycle touring in France and have never done it, you know, full disclosure. But I had a few people who wrote in and, and told me about their experiences. And it was just really interesting to see that it's arguably one of the better places in Western Europe to do a bicycle tour or to at least have be a part of a European bicycle tour. So it's mm. kind of cool. And my big issue is I speak virtually no French. So. Right. <laughs> Did you find that to be a problem? Uh, in Paris, I find that when I try to, you know, work my way around a phrase or two and the folks that are very kind and speak way more English than I speak French will be like, uh, yeah, we're going to shift over to English now, pal, because <laughs> your massacre of my native tongue is super not cool. Just I tell assume... me what you want in your croissant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like, it's like... We don't have the Big Mac here. Yeah. So order something else. Cafe Noir, huh? How about this? You want an Americano, kid? Here you go. <laughs> Water and espresso. That's yeah. all it is. I will say, you know, it's funny is I don't want to leave the impression that, you know, because there's a stereotype that French folks are rude. And I, right. I think that I my experience is quite the opposite. Um, there is always an a-hole everywhere, you know, but um, for the most part, I found them to be super friendly, super tolerant of you know my inability to speak their language and stuff like that and yeah i usually have just a great time and uh um uh, people are super patient with my with my nonsense which is great very good yeah glad to hear it yeah yeah, yeah. i imagine I your nonsense is a little bit more endearing than you know the average american tourist nonsense plus you're showing up on a bike uh, often, yeah. Well, yeah. I, my favorite uh, American tourist story, I may have even told it on the show, and forgive me if I have. Uh, I'm there with uh, Kimberly and our, our dearly departed pug, Louie. It, oh. it was his time uh, when we were there. And uh, I'm walking, you know, taking him out on a walk, going on Saint-Germain, which is this main kind of boulevard in, in, uh, in Paris. And a group of American tourists from Wisconsin. How did I know Wisconsin? The accent. Yes. Um, and also the <laughs> University of Wisconsin ubiquitous <laughs> stuff, right? I thought it was the cheese head hat. Uh, and the Packers jerseys and stuff like that. <laughs> hi, hi, Wis hi, Wisconsin. I love you. Um, but anyways, they were, they, they were like, oh, oh, wow, look at, the, look, look at the fantastic little dog. Oh, And they come up. One of them comes up to me and looks me, locks, locks me, a, a dead stare in my eye. Do you mind if we pet your dog? <laughs> oh, and that like stereotypical slow, loud yeah. American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yes. and, and I, I kind of look, I give it a beat, and I go, yeah, sure, go ahead. <laughs> and, 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 and they go down, they start petting Louie, and of course he's in heaven, and then one of them turns to the other and goes, wow, he speaks really good English. <laughs> oh, my oh, my gosh. God. We, oui, monsieur. We. Oui. <laughs> that is my favorite uh, uh, story, story from France about oh. uh, uh, um, my fellow country. And, so, That's incredible. Yes. Yes. So, uh, episode, what, why does it, maybe it doesn't matter what number it is. It's a recent episode on the Pedal Ship Project. Yes. And it matters I, to you, and it matters to your audience, and it should matter to us. God damn it. I'm go, sorry. Go to pedalship.net, and it's, <laughs> it's recent, at least, but 
people can be listening to this episode of the Sprocket Podcast, like in the future, with like you know flying cars and jetpacks. That's true. So mm. you know, just so saying, like, oh, it's a tomorrow? couple episodes ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, tomorrow, right? Twenty two, twenty twenty two. Well, is that is that the the jetpack year? The year uh, of jetpack. That's when Uber's launching, like literal. You can call a helicopter and it will drop you off somewhere. Oh my really? gosh! Hilarious! Yeah. I was promised jetpacks in 1990. <laughs> yeah. I'm just well, they're they're working on jetpacks. That's tw- probably 2025. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah. Promised flying cars too. I'm just saying. I'm not, yep. I'm not bitter. I'm just. Yep. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, the thing is, they exist. They're just not affordable or useful. Yeah. Uber uh, stick with scooters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking well, hey, of scooters, yeah, let's talk about scooters. Because <laughs> what we call a, a segue. Am, am I yes. right? Oh. <laughs> oh. And I will take that one further. The yeah. current scooters and the. Uh, laws that are written around them were mostly pioneered by Segway when they were looking to formulate sort of an approach to governments and local agencies um, as that was popularizing. Well, it's good so, that Lime, like Uber and all the other companies, gives zero Fs about <laughs> government or regulations. They just yeah. say, here's a metric crap ton of scooters, cities, deal with it, you know? Right. So we were talking about this because Lime and Bird both dropped some of their fleet on Portland recently. And yeah. uh, l- last episode, we talked about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were just Is talking about And episode Company in yes, Portland as well. It's, um, oh shit! Something it like jump? Skippy or something like oh, that. Okay. okay, I'm gonna get it wrong, but I think there's a diet right of scooters. Yeah, <laughs> the RC cola of electric scooter brands. Yeah. It's the neglected third child. They got a lot of, of fans, the, but really, they're just never gonna break through. Bird, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, we've talked a little bit about it. I know, Aaron, you're super pro scooter. I'm very pro, and, and even though full disclosure, yeah. I've yet to ride one. Well, that's okay. But you can be pro, pro something scooter. without doing it. Sure. Yeah. Um, you, Eric Guthrie. I'm pro with caveats. Okay, all right. Mm. And I don't know. It might be uncomfortable, but I, I'm not anti, but I have many questions about yeah. scooters and how they work would, in would you uh, say, our uh, current fabric of transportation. Interested but skeptical? Interested but concerned, yes. <laughs> <Interested> <laughs> I feel like we've concerned. got the whole gamut here. I feel like know. there's some bike infrastructure with your name on it, Brock. Well, <laughs> oh, well yeah. I mean, look, look at the little icon on the ground, man. It's shaped oh. like a bicycle. But, uh, okay. Tim. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Get your oh. scooter out of my bike lane. <laughs> Tim, what's your yes. experience with e-scoots, and uh, what's, uh, wh- what do you think about them? Wait, I, I'm, you're the only one in this room that's actually ridden a I, scooter. Yeah. I know, as of like a few hours <laughs> ago, uh, which is crazy. What scoots your boot? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and is there a boogie to go along with it? Up jump the boogie. Um, yeah, so I uh, they've been in D.C. for several months now. They they dumped their metric crap ton of scooters in D.C. at the beginning. I want to say in the spring. And uh, I feel like we were one of the early U.S. cities that got them. And it took off so fast. I, I've never seen adoption um, at a higher rate for a mode of transportation Ever. Um, That's interesting because uh, the bike share took off really well over took there. Took off really too. well there. Then dockless came. We ended up having like six or seven different types of dockless bikes. Oh, really? And now, uh, finally, there's been some contraction there. But like, I feel like DC, you 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 walk ten feet in the in the sort of close close into the downtown area into the neighborhoods, kind of just surrounding that. You have multiple ways to, if you've got a smartphone, so there's barriers to entry here, of course, and bit, it doesn't yep. serve all neighborhoods, but it serves more than the docked bikes because the range is long is bigger, which is a good argument for them because it can serve communities that haven't been heretofore getting this kind of infrastructure. And those uh, work the same way that these e-scooters work, where you can yeah. just take them and drop them anywhere, or any of these car sharing platforms that people like to use as well, like Cartago or Reach Now. Yep. It's like it's point to point. You can start here, end here, no big deal. Leave it there. You're done. Yeah. And what's really fascinating is how uh, I I feel like that 
there is a little barrier to entry if you're not a cyclist or if you're not you haven't grown up with bicycles to riding a bike i mean you have to learn it's a it's a specific skill these scooters you if you can balance which i know is not necessarily something that all of us possess <laughs> me included uh you it's it, they are dead fire simple it's left hand brake right hand throttle and it was pretty easy so um i've been interested in riding them for a very long time but they're so popular in dc that i rarely have an instance where it's like oh i have a transportation need and there's a scooter nearby me so in paris they had them and i was all hot to traffic because i'm like oh i'm gonna uh, first time i'm gonna use lime i'm gonna be doing in paris ran out of time never ended up having the opportunity to use it and then today i had a, a little bit of a bike snafu and i needed to get from the bike shop to fire on the mountain over on interstate and that was about a mile away and then i was all like scooter and there was a scooter mm-hmm. within a block and i was like great filled up you know ten dollars worth of credit and uh hopped on it he scanned it on off the phone and was able to do it all you know on the fly didn't need to be on a computer computer was able to do it all from a phone mm-hmm. and it was not it was a different experience than i expected it it was uh, first of all it was very easy it was very if you're used to any kind of online app kind of culture or whatever it's very easy to use there's it's it's pretty simple but what i i I expected it to be a more robust speed because when you look at people zipping by you're (laughs) like man those kids are going fast (laughs) but um when you're on it you don't have the perception that you're really going it's kind of at medium bicycle pace would you say more of a toodle a little more of a toodle okay but um obviously with zero effort on your part whatsoever. <laughs> it's like, oh, my thumb was a little sore by the end of the ride, right? So a good way to dry off if you're sweaty. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Let's all go e-scoot after Let's this. Go, right. Yeah, I almost <laughs> e-scooted down here knowing what it was going to be like. But uh, I have to say, I, I really enjoyed the experience. It was very easy. It was... Um, uh, I, I, I like... I like a lot of the elements of it i have this i think i have some reservations about all right how are these going to be scattered about who's going to be having access to this is this you know is this going to be helpful or harmful in our overall public transit kind of does it neatly fit in or does it take it away are we privatizing stuff that it would be better as a public good kind of a thing so there's a lot of good questions about all of that but i think that the fact that it's the the range is much larger, so it's serving communities that didn't have the docked bike shares, for instance. I think that's uh, a great. Oh, thing. that's a big mm-hmm. thing for me. Huge yeah. deal, huge deal. Um, I think also the fact that uh, you've got um, ease of use. I think that the barrier to entry of knowing how to ride a bicycle or feeling comfortable to ride a bicycle. I think that that barrier to entry is a little lower on these because they are very easy to use, and I think they, they they seem kind of fun. And I think that that will get a lot of people to try them. Uh, and the cost, you know, for that. Uh, it was about a 10 minute ride i went a mile and i think it was two dollars and fifty cents which for me you know two dollars and fifty cents for me that was that was a, a worthwhile transaction i don't know if that's cost prohibitive compared i mean because you could hop on a bus and go much further yeah mm-hmm. than that but it, it, it's interesting because it serves a different last mile kind of thing mm-hmm. right you know yeah. right. it connected two places and that that's didn't... how trimet was trying to sell it to the public yeah. um when they were being introduced was like this is your way to connect to a bus stop or whatever right. absolutely it's absolutely. the last half mile problem yeah yeah so i i think it's really interesting i also am sort of intrigued with the kind of gig economy way that they're uh creating recharging i don't know if you've heard how they oh, do this yes yep. we talked about this yesterday oh, i think you did yeah that's recording. right recording um 
uh, the, that people drive around in their pickup trucks and they get bounties, basically. Or for- if you're a time traveler, you tow them home in your bike trailer. Yes. And charge them up. That's Dan true. Gebhardt. That's true. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's kind of cool. And I, I really enjoyed it. And I, I can, well, I have credits left, so clearly I'm going to use it again. But um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm intrigued with how it's going to be. I think that I prefer bicycling because you do get the exercise out of it, too. But um, kind of kind of an interesting, cool little thing. And I, and I think that if we can get more people to go car free or to not use an Uber or Lyft or, yes. you know, mm-hmm. I mean, yes. I think mm-hmm. that yes. we're, we're trying to find ways to get people off of motorized uh, single seat transit kind of stuff. Um, but, but, but there's, you know, single seat yeah. when there's three spare yeah, yeah, seats. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, e-scoots have no seats at all. None. Just None a, at all. Just yeah. a happy foot spot. <laughs> no, and these yeah. are, these are like all the reasons why I'm like so pro scooter. Like even if, Nobody but like the upper middle class, upper class tourists use them that come in and like, you know, they do the Saturday market and all the stereotypical like Portlandy things. If if even only that group of people were to use them, at least that group of people is not hailing Ubers or like, you know, in their car, um, you know, like single occupancy yeah. here and there or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they're out, they're getting oxygen, they're engaging mm-hmm. in some way, even even minimally, they're engaging with the community around them. Yeah. And, um, and, and that even ties over to the city approach to it. Um, one, one of the things we didn't get to chat about last episode, uh, but that was mentioned in San Francisco's conversation about adding line bikes and e-scooters is that... Um, they it, it's not the first time around the block and so they've already seen lyft they've already seen uber come in and i think the biggest point that i got out of that from a city perspective is that cities are finally starting to realize oh we don't we don't need to react to what they're doing we need to set the rules yes and we need to say this is how you need to do it and and just having that power sort of swing back towards the city spectrum whereas um, you've got the the Amazon phenomenon, I guess I would call it, where everybody's kind of like bidding themselves out to the to the lowest common denominator. But I think with scooters, and I think with a lot of the rollouts that we'll see for public share, that c- the more cities realize that they actually have the keys to control, yeah, and the more yeah. that they sort of lay down the the rule of law, it's it's up to um, regulators to really it's decide less, what they want to do. It's less of a question of whether or not they can do that and mm-hmm. more how can we better facilitate exactly. them to mm-hmm. do this yeah. and i think you've already seen that with portland too where we have scooters i think 200 of the 800 or it's 200 of a thousand were put into a um we're a, relatively speaking easterly neighborhood as part of the launch and so i think that regulators are starting to really come to terms with that in terms of um taking more control and saying you know we're, we're not we're not like fighting for scraps here we're saying okay cool you want to do this great well this is how you can do it yeah. we want e-scooters to be available for everyone no matter whether yep. their neighborhood is perceived to be cool or less cool yeah i so. also like that because they are you're asked to use the uh, bicycle infrastructure i think that's actually a helpful thing because if you're seeing more use of that infrastructure you're going to see it spreading more, more because funding mm-hmm. of that infrastructure exactly. more upkeep of that yeah. Infrastructure. yeah yeah so i i think i think that i'm i'm pretty optimistic about it i think i'm interested in it i think it expands uh in a lot of good ways uh mm-hmm. for non-motorized vehicle use the one caveat is does this amplify public transit or does it hurt it and so that's that's a big question right there it's certainly shifting 
uh, dollars going that would normally go towards public transit going to private companies' hands, which, you know, there's there's some good arguments for that and some bad arguments for that, but it's just interesting to kind of look at. Interesting, by the way. Interesting. Yes. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> What team was that? four syllables. In- interesting, Tim. <laughs> I, I think I'm surrounded you. by you four syllable <laughs> bastards. Is it? Well, Aaron, aren't you a three syllable? Interesting. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you change? Yeah. No. No, okay. he's always. It's, it's funny because okay. he's always been wrong, bro. Yeah. You, you would know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one who cares, and I'm also like uh, dying on this hill alone. Right, right. Nobody else does it. Interesting is four syllables, but every now and then, battery can be two syllables. Battery, battery. Interesting. Mm. Yep. That reminds me of the old, the old, uh, yeah, the old uh, Eddie Murphy sketch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, man, someone stole your battery. I say we go get. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. Uh, this is a family show. I can't continue. In- interesting. In- interesting. <laughs> interesting battery. <laughs> Just well, mess it all up. Speaking of, so I'll just wrap this up by, and not that I want to have the last word. If there are more words about scooters, I mean, I think this is scooter. No, month that's on your this privilege as, as the executive producer. Lay down right? the law, bro. Well, then, damn it, let's <laughs> talk about the scooters. <laughs> no, I just think the thing that I'm actually most curious and maybe concerned about with the scooter thing is not. I am okay sharing the road with all modes of transport, and I think everyone should be okay with another mode being there and everyone kind of looking out for each other and getting along and making it work. Um, the biggest problem, I think, with the scooters I've seen is that when the, we say that they dropped scooters on Portland, they literally just, like, dropped them on the sidewalks. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> yes. say someone has a mobility issue, and they might need every inch of that sidewalk, and now there's this big, fairly heavy scooter that's just parked there, and uh, that you know, this person may not be able to move it out of the way. Um, I don't think there's maybe enough messaging about where these things end up when you're done using them. So you get scooters all over everywhere, just in people's way, especially yes, if those people have to, mobility concerns. Yes, and. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> however, nice. however, like I totally am on board with, with what you're saying, especially when it comes to accessibility. Oh, uh, however, Portland does not have the best track record as far as like maintaining their sidewalks <laughs> oh. <laughs> for accessibility. No shit. Especially uh. when it comes to private companies. Go down over by uh, uh, Sandy and Killingsworth okay. where like there's a few restaurants right right over there. Are you saying that those tables um, might be all the way out in the middle of the sidewalk? Yeah. Oh, that's not a sidewalk, man. That's that's like <laughs> their their makeshift patio. <laughs> it's called yeah. adverse Good possession luck. in the law. Good luck walking <laughs> your bike down there, much less, you know, if you happen to be escorting somebody who's in a wheelchair. Right. Yeah. Um, I yeah, also, and and oh. nobody nobody bats an eye. Uh-huh. Yeah, is, I, I think that that yes and. Uh, <laughs> mm. we're, we're all in improv class. Yes and. I'm a toaster. Uh, <laughs> well, hello, Mr. Toaster. <laughs> I'm yes, a kitchen and. knife. I am. Can you make toast in humidity like this? <laughs> yes, and uh, in addition to all that, I, I think that the the lime, at least, which is the one that I have experience with, was very clear when you sign up and everything. And be like, don't be a jerk. Don't yeah, block things I mean, and whatever. And I also think the etiquette on this kind of stuff. As with anything new develops over time and, and, and there's a self-regulating element to all of that, I think there's always going to be bumps along the way. Sure. But I, I think that there's also a little bit of sort of, if you're going to use this, use this in the right way. And and I think that I'm seeing that a little bit better in D.C. Uh, hmm. And I, I, I certainly didn't uh, do anything uh, to block any in- infrastructure when I when I park <laughs> mine so. over at Fire of the Mountain, it's probably still there. But somebody's gonna is gonna be super psyched. They're gonna be like, I just have my wings and I'm and I'm gonna scoot out of here. So in right. your in your sort of um, gathering of the scene in DC, do, have you seen phases or distinctive elements to how that rollout has gone since introduction? 
it, like the types of folks who are I uh, uh, maybe an example would be the the clusterfuck phase the oh we've kind of got oh, yeah. it figured out and the like oh Let this is how we do it now phase nobody does clusterfuck better than DC <laughs> <laughs> am I nobody. right on all levels uh, <laughs> we don't talk about politics on either of our shows but let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> point taken. Point taken. <laughs> but uh, yes, the answer is uh, you. You see this, and you see the local uh, weekly paper. You know, will will get all up in arms, and then there'll be the backlash, and the backlash, and the backlash, and all of mm-hmm. that other. It's the it's the typical kind of a thing. But what is interesting to me is how quickly this got adopted, and how quickly I saw a lot of people using it as a mode of transport. Mm-hmm much more quickly than I saw bike share getting adopted. Yeah. I really? Gonna, I was around for bike, bike share. Bike share in D.C. Like, took off from what I gather. By all measurements, it did. But just... And this is... I don't have data to support this, but just in where... I, I live in the DuPont Circle neighborhood of D.C. I live and work there. And, you know, at least in my experience where I've seen it, it is... a t- It grew... Oh, literally overnight and uh-huh. it, it almost feels like it's on par in terms of transportation i think that the only thing holding it back is supply i just don't think that there are wow. i think that there, it, it is hard sometimes to find a scooter that is available uh-huh. um which is really interesting. Then you have to ride a bike like that's... a chump. <laughs> yeah, 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 like a caveman. Yeah. I actually have to pedal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a question I was yeah. going to ask earlier. Uh, is Are helmets mandated with this bike share in Washington, D.C., or can you ride one without and be legally okay? In the district, you do not need to, as an adult, wear a helmet. Okay. It's very similar to a yeah. lot of places. Gotcha. Yeah. It is not mandated. It is strongly encouraged. Um, sure. You know, and it's interesting because... It, we do not need to have the whole, you know, the the, the flame wars of helmets versus non helmets. <laughs> right. right. No, 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 no. We've got four hours to burn. Let's, oh yeah, let's yeah, go yeah. for it. Yeah, uh, everybody, email Guthrie at Pedal Dream. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> well, right. And in the comments, you, you people... definitely can. Yeah, maybe <laughs> like delete. God, On I've Facebook, got a, I've got a go filter nuts. for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if helmet sends straight to trash. <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's interesting. I mean, I think everybody has. Um, their opinion on whether or not there's efficacy and whether there's data that supports the the um, uh, the efficacy of wearing a helmet in the types of crashes that are typical in an urban setting. And then there's always the person who has taken a spill and the helmet has has, has saved them and they right. have become great proponents of it. And I think that that's true. That's your n equals one kind of experience, right? Sure. So yeah. I mean, I, I I my my attitude is you know if if you feel it's important you should wear it and if you don't i and i understand i i wear i don't wear a helmet all the time when i'm in sort of dc commuting around i rarely wear a helmet when i'm on a trail email um, to tim mooney oh yeah you know I've, oh i've got people I've, you know, and you know what I, pre- I appreciate the folks that that will take the time to tell me what to do um but you know they're doing it from a good place in their heart like i, I there was one guy who and and that's I re- a very charitable way of well because they're going across <laughs> i i appreciate that too i'm not being yeah, no, no, totally no, snarky I know. you know there was, I really I, appreciate there was a guy that he he was an n equals one like i yeah. you know took a spill i wore a helmet it saved my life i you know he saw one of my videos uh on the kitty trail in missouri and he's like you know you should really I, you, sh- wearing, you should yeah. wear a helmet mm-hmm. dude and i was like Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. I choo- I, I personally choose not to on, <laughs> in a trail setting. Um, I will tell you what, tomorrow when I'm on the Oregon coast, you better believe I'm going to be wearing a helmet. <laughs> yeah. Um, every nah, single you'll time. Be fine. Yeah, yeah. You'll be fine. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. But keep your laws off my well, head. Earl, Earl in the RV is definitely not going to hit me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's worth noting, at least the way I read um, our, our city and, and state laws, uh, even though the helmet is required for the use of the scooter, it is not required by law. It's contractually required as far as like, I'm entering into this contract as a consumer of of the e-scooter. Yeah. Hmm. And by that, I agree that I will wear a helmet. Or I'm Want me at to least throw my lawyer aware. hat on for this one? <laughs> right. Or I'm at least aware that that's, that's part of the rules. And yeah. if, if I don't and something happens, well, that's on me. Yeah. I'm but, not, uh, if, 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 what I it basically... don't believe it's it's legally required as, as in like no cop is going to like bust you and ticket you for mm, yeah. not wearing a helmet on your, no. on your line and, scooter. And a cop can enforce... And I can be wrong. Yeah. A cop can enforce a private contract either. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the other thing. And, and also, I think that, to me, I'm cynical DC lawyer here, right? Uh, the reason why they put that in is so that if there's ever... An it's injury, a liability. They're issue. able to yeah, say, yeah. "Oh, you weren't wearing a helmet, therefore, oh, sorry, mm-hmm. you were violating our terms of our terms of agreement, right. therefore, blah 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 blah." You know, I mean, it's not a foolproof thing on their part, but it certainly is going to reduce a lot of. Uh, yeah, it's going uh, to be, get I, a lot I of stuff. I haven't seen anybody well, <laughs> use that as a uh, as a barrier for their own use. No, yeah, <laughs> and not at all. Historically, too, within Oregon, I know that for like liability releases, it's one of those things. That every company has one, but from an actual legal enforcement standpoint, it, it's it means nothing. Here's your here's your law school uh, lesson. You, you guys ready? It's called a contract of adhesion. And they're largely illegal. <laughs> you oh, know? really? Yeah, yep. most yep. of that stuff that you sign, it's garbage. Um, it, Can't it, be it, enforced? You mean my iTunes terms of service? Well, <laughs> no, but like anytime it's sort of like, uh, hey, welcome to my yoga studio, for instance. Um, you know, uh, we're totally not liable for anything that happens inside of here. Here's a sign. And mm-hmm. if you don't, you can't come take class. It's called a contract of adhesion, and mm-hmm. it's largely useless, but it's it, it's helpful in the sense that it gives notice to people. It's sort of like, yo, you're coming into yoga class and yoga is a, a it's a sport and, you know, it's it's a, it's it, you might pull a muscle. You could pull a hammy like yep. I do all the time. You know, it's like so. Yes. Point being, it's, yeah. it, they're they're mm-hmm. they're they're not worth as much as I think that a lot of businesses think that they're worth. Well, they're worth as Welcome much as people the think Business that they're worth. Business of Law podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I think the point is they're worth as much as people signing them think that they're worth something. Exactly. Yeah. By the way, I'm not your lawyer. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Speaking of, you are con- not on, you are not on the boat on the. What am I trying to say? You have not passed, or you've passed, but you are not currently on the bar. I am in inactive in the great <laughs> yes. state of Oregon, yes. uh, <laughs> mainly because I do not engage in any legal stuff except when I'm on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing: is Tim is not your lawyer, uh, but so I am just... not your lawyer, that's yeah. so or you, the listener, not your lawyer either. But I sometimes talk about law, talking stuff. Speaking mm-hmm. of business and adhesion, do you know a place? <laughs> that sells things where the labels are so well adhered that they're inspiring to Guthrie every time he picks out beverages. Uh, I do know that place. Guthrie, do you know this place? A place that sells beer that definitely gets warmer in hot boxes like this. I'm tempted to believe but Tim it's even knows cold what this place is. Get them. I, I think that this place may be somewhere in the southeast quadrant of, of Portland, Maybe in the twelfth or thirteenth area, and maybe in the division E kind of place. Is <laughs> am, am I right? Am I right? I think you are correct. Yeah, about southeast division and say twelfth. Um, um, I'm familiar with that part of town. There is a shop called the Beermongers that you know they've got ice the cold beer. Beermongers. 
ice cold beer. And uh, <laughs> while they didn't bring the beverages for this week. all I can do to just let you guys say this, <laughs> the by the beer way. beer mongers. <laughs> uh, like the, biting my lip. Something about like, cooks and kitchens. <laughs> That's right. By the way, uh, their agreement to uh, sponsor this show was the best business decision they ever made. <laughs> you know, a lot so. of people know where they are, and that's that's <laughs> yeah. a thing that I hope will be valuable to them in the future, as True. they have been valuable to us in sponsoring us. You know, we've been happy to be an advertiser-free show. We don't go on because they pay us. We go on because they get us drunk, and I think there's a difference. Um, <laughs> I have a actually put anyway. up a video of the big stick on the wall on my YouTube channel. That's, that's right. right. Yeah. Thank you, Tim, for that. Well, it was an important story that needed to be told by Absolutely. a very drunk British man. You know, he's he's a national treasure, and he is there. Strikes me as that, yes. Often. Uh, maybe even multiple nations he's a treasure in. And anyways, they've been really nice to support us all this time. So I would recommend if you find yourself e-scooting around, you need to recharge yourself. Maybe cool down and amp up. The Beer Mongers is a place to go for that. Please um, don't drink and scoot. No, no. Please scoot responsibly. Scoot there and then drink afterwards. Drink responsibly and scoot responsibly. That's right. Yeah. At the Beer Mongers. Um, yeah. Uh, charge the scooter and drain a beer. Ooh. Not the this, other way around. Yes. <laughs> this is all gold, beer mongers. Do yeah. you understand this? Uh, so I, I will say that they... Gold, uh, I tell you. We're doing two shows in one week. A little peek behind the curtain here. Uh, so Tim just happens to be in town today. He's nice enough to come in and join us. So uh, Tim, you are one of the one of the donors that's generous enough to also underwrite the many business yes, costs that cheers. we have. I basically Thank bought Because not only do we drink, <laughs> yes, not only do we drink on this show, but we also have hosting fees and whatnot, and uh, we've got a big thanks. As you know, we thank everybody every week at the end of the show, anyone who's a current donor or a past donor um, for a while. I guess we <laughs> I just, just found out who's, who's been around, who's not. Whether you choose to continue donating or whether you do not, we appreciate your support in whatever form it takes whenever it shows up. You are always valued as a listener. We appreciate past donors. We appreciate those who are considering donating. We appreciate those who are donating right now because you're the ones that gave us the money to buy the beer for this show. Podcasting is hard. We have all lost collectively 40 pounds of body weight since we started (laughs) this podcast (laughs) just from sweat. I was telling you, but we thank you for keeping us somewhat Uh, hydrated even though we are risking our lives literally right now. I consider it you, detoxing. The listener. We, yeah, and we have moved down a whole bracket as far as wrestling is concerned. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm almost back to my fighting weight. <laughs> we'll break but, out the sweatpants. <laughs> honestly, I mean, we, we've got uh, everyone knows the beer garbage bags. And thanks, thanks to them, thanks to you as a donor, we have never had to engage in the shilling of products and services. We've never had to say, hey, uh, go listen to an audiobook that you don't really want to listen to. Or go and get yourself a mattress that's really expensive. Or, or send things. Sure. Or, or engage in, a, in a, what, a, a hiring uh, company that, that may or may not bring you people in through the door. All these things. I'm not talking. Yes. I'm not trying to disparage anybody. By the I'm way, just do saying, you like gourmet dinners? And you just know, don't have the time to make your own. Is there we're someone not that would using, We're not your, using other cash payment apps satisfied. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> is I think there, we just made fun of every major. Uh, yeah. Right. Did you know there's a place where thousands of books are available to listen online? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that you have to go to a meeting, but you can't get there. <laughs> Just all, all these things that we've never we've never shielded for because we believe in you, the listener, and we believe in beer and uh, or beverages of all kinds. And uh, so, anyways, this is a long way of getting to the point that we appreciate you, you Tim Mooney in the room. Thank you, and thank all you, the thank other you. donors uh, that that have helped us get this far. We really appreciate it. I am going to call out specifically Sebastian Poole on this episode, yeah. um, because I actually sent his mail today. 
Oh. And I got his mail. Uh, well, you prepared it yesterday. That's right. And gave it to me yesterday. So Sebastian signed on as a regular donor, which means that he gets whatever swag package, either uh, either uh, stickers or the little patch and stickers and a phone call. So Sebastian, we got to get your phone number so we can talk Ooh. to you. But uh, yeah, uh, we're we're very grateful for that. And this is the least amount of time that any one of those envelopes has ever spent in your handlebar. Yes, bag. that's this is this is the point I'm trying to make here. And it doesn't smell like this... bananas because it didn't touch Guthrie's <laughs> <You> stuff. <laughs> That's the darn truth. If you want banana smell, it costs five bucks extra. People. <laughs> yeah. That's a that's one tear up, folks. One tear up. Yeah. This episode brought to you by you by you. Thank you and so you. much. And spoiled everybody. bananas and you. So uh, I, I did want to. <laughs> I did just want to s- just briefly talk about what you're up to next, Tim, because you're you're yes. in Portland for a purpose. Uh, before we talk about your upcoming trip, you did have some uh, some some hanky machinery after your flight, right? You had some problems with your derailleur. Folks, um, here's a word to the wise. Uh, when you fly your bike, um, do not put your derailleur down as the thing that contacts the bottom of your bike box. Oh. The derailleur is not the kickstand. Not the kickstand. Yep, been there before. Wrapping it in bubble wrap first and then making it bear all the weight of your bike still doesn't work. Ooh, okay. I, I, I can tell you this. for So what I usually do is I've got a, a, a bike bag, and it works really well. It's padded. It's nice. What I've done in the past when I'm not in a rush like I was yesterday was, is I actually put it in upside down so that uh, the the top of the bike is on the bottom. The Work weight, with me now. The weight people. of yeah, the weight of yeah, the, the, frame frame the weight of everything goes down. Saddle. You're saying it's upside yeah. down, and I did it upside down from that, which is right side up, and oh. that's why the derailleur hanger wah, got wah. twisted. It, I put, double I, negative. Oh my god! I put I, I I'm putting the uh, the rear wheel on, and I'm like, wait a second. Um, is the derailleur supposed to be like a millimeter away from my spokes? Oh yeah. Answer no. Uh, <laughs> no, but it was, I was lucky because that millimeter was just enough to be able to get everything on there so that I could roll down to a bike shop that, uh, uh I've been to a couple Abraham. times. Abraham. Okay. Mm. We're, we'll yeah. say it. We'll say it. Abraham. Abraham fixes yeah. Bikes. Yeah. Cause this yeah. is good press. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he's, uh, Abraham's uh, great. he's helped me on a couple of occasions and, uh, he did, he, he was great within about seven minutes. He was able to basically rebend my derailleur hanger, assess that my derailleur itself was not a problem. And uh, got got me going, and it was really great. And um, I'm all set to go for the uh, big coastal ride this week. So. Very cool. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that as we kind of uh, wind, wind around to the very end of our podcast here. Uh, I was going to say this half hitch is too strong for any of us to have alone, I'm sure. Uh, so yes. help yourselves, please. Are there cups still hanging about? You know, there are. Let's, let's get about. some. Look at us being them. classy. Ooh. All right. Uh, while Aaron is going to get the cups... We're going to proceed with our no-edit style here, as we often do on the podcast and with live sound. Uh, so, you're uh, you're in town, Tim Mooney. I am in town. a bike trip for yes. a purpose. Um, I was going through the laws as they relate to uh, just people driving buses and whatnot for uh, work reasons. And uh, it turns out, federal law mandates that a bus terminal for intercity bus transit must be clean. <laughs> so, uh, I'll let you think about that. Say that, that again. Well, uh, clean of what? <laughs> rewind fifteen seconds twice. So, is um, it like a mental or, or like a state of mind? I, I, Cleanliness that, is a state of mind. I, I think that must be the legal defense. I mean, I'm not a lawyer, Tim. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm barely a lawyer. <laughs> just, just between you and me. We're all lawyers. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, that, that is the thing. But you're going to be going to a bus terminal. Yes. Is that right? Because you're not riding from Portland to the uh, Oregon coast. Correct. But you are riding on the Oregon coast. So can you tell us what your tour is going to be yeah. about and like? Yeah. The... Uh, this is a, this is a ride that I've done a bunch of times, but I always try to make it a little bit different each time. And uh, this trip, what I wanted to do was I wanted to combine bikes and transit to do a full loop from beginning and ending in Portland. And I wanted to go tag the Cal- welcome to California sign and come back. Uh, normally, when I go that far south. I have always heretofore thought that I would have to continue on to be able to kind of get to a place where I could turn around um, just because I did not believe at the time that there was sufficient transit options down there. Uh, If you've ever read the book, as I refer to it, the purple book. Yeah, the purple book, Bicycling the Pacific Coast, the 12 year old book, uh, or it's probably older than that now. Still relevant. (laughs) Mostly, except for the fact that it says, hey, in Brookings, Oregon, you can there's there's a Greyhound bus. There is no no (laughs) Not anymore. Not for years. Their terminals were not clean, and they were shut down. (laughs) It must have been that. (laughs) The feds got them. Don't break the law, folks. I have stayed in Humbug Mountain uh, campsite on multiple occasions. I love that spot. It's a great spot. Beautiful, Mm -hmm. picturesque. And talk to the people, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to Brookings tomorrow. We're going to grab that Greyhound and go back. I'm like, oh, no. No, you are not. (laughs) Wait, you're not not the guy who says, yeah, sounds great. No, I'm always like, ooh, breaking ball. Um so that, no, that's probably better. The um, so what I did discover though uh, recently, and I I, I thought it was new uh, with Curry County Transit. Curry County is the county that contains Brookings. It's the last most southernmost uh, county in Oregon on the coast. There's your geography lesson. Also, no sheriff anymore. I did not know that. Oh really? Yeah, I think they uh, the the budget cuts combination of that and the previous sheriff stepped down all of his deputies also stepped down with him and nobody else stepped up so hmm. Whoa. yeah it is a Wild lawless West country again. Yeah. break some laws in curry county it's not hard <laughs> yep um but what I, I i'm not going to do that what, what i will do <laughs> what i will do is i'm going to take a bus uh, there is a bus that you can grab in brookings in fact actually their system goes all the way down to smith river california which yep. is interesting if you really want to kind of do this in a wacky way and Red, I do. Redwood Transit takes over from there and goes all the way to Arcata. Mm-hmm. Hell yes. Arcata, you can grab the next one that goes south. Basically, you yep. can do buses and bikes all the way down to the Avenue of the Giants. I've That's done that, right. Which is pretty dope. So if you wanted to do a trip all the way from Portland down to the and, and have your southernmost terminus be the Avenue of the Giants and then do a transit-assisted fast for, set of fast forwards coming back, you can do it. Mm-hmm. So there is Would that a, be a rewind? Uh, yeah, it could be. That could be, that could be the add-on right there. The one one place that is missing is thank you Lane County. You have no transit system that it doesn't have to do with Eugene. Basically, uh, one right. county has no sheriff. The other county has no it transit. has no coastal buses. Right. <laughs> so um, on the return trip, I can get a bus uh, using Curry County Transit from Brookings all the way up to Coos Bay. I mean, that's like three hours of driving at several days worth of biking. Mm-hmm. Right. From there, there's about a seventy-ish mile gap before uh, you hit Yahats. One of my favorites spelled and pronounced. Bless you. Yes. yes. Yes, sir. And that hooks up with uh, the rest of these linked systems that can get eventually get you back to Portland. So what I'm going to be doing is um, going all the way down to, uh, to the California border, grabbing that bus up to uh, Coos Bay. And then uh, on Monday, I'll be doing this crazy 73-mile northbound trek to fill in that gap by bicycle. And then the next day I'll be able to take a bus and I'll leave at seven in the morning from Yahats. Hmm. And by 3 PM I'll be back here in Portland. So, I mean, that's kind of cool. Uh, I love that I can do this loop and not, 
use anything other than public transit and my bicycle. So I'm I'm excited about that. Get to see all these great sites. I get to bike. I think arguably the most picturesque 70 miles of the yeah. Oregon coast between Yahats and Coos Bay. That's yep. pretty dope. So I'll be able to do that twice uh, against the wind on the way back, I think. But, uh, <laughs> How are you, you know, feeling about that? I'm a little nervous about that Monday. I'm just going to say I don't like doing more than 70 miles. And it's, that's going to be like 110 miles, Tim. It's gonna feel. It's gonna feel. <laughs> I'm gonna sleep the sleep of champions that night. So. How, how windy is it really on the coast? You know, well, it's it, not that windy, right? Well, yeah. That was a light breeze. It's, yeah, it's, nice salt scent. <laughs> um, all I know is I don't feel it at my back. <laughs> right, but I have a funny feeling. <laughs> one of the things that I'm doing that's different on this one is I'm not going to be doing the, the typical Ortlieb side panniers. Uh-huh. So I'm making my profile a little less. Oh no, parachutey, a little more bike packy. Although bike packing people probably. Oh, we lost another one, Guthrie. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no, no. I, oh, I'm, no. Still, I'm still on team full loaded. Don't don't worry. But I'll tell you what. When I'm going against those headwinds, no, wait, I'm going to be no, like, no, no, no. It's, it's team old school cool. Come on. <laughs> old school you know, with a K, six, right? Six years ago and all that jazz. <laughs> <laughs> right. And also all this money I sank into my touring center. Oh, yes. oh hey. totally. totally. Yeah, but the warranty says it. 10 years. The warranty <laughs> says 10 years. I mean, what, what are you going to do? do? Right? That's right. Um, yeah, I, I, I've got a three dry bags that are going to be a little bit more inline profile right for this whole thing. And I, I, I'll have pictures and stuff uh, over at Pedal Shift so you can t- check all that out. It's just, it's, uh, this thing's, I'm big on proof of concept. Uh, a few years ago, I did this crazy transitated ride where I bicycled very little, but I connected uh, transit from DC all the way up to Boston. I loved that episode. It was Fun and stupid, and I'll never do that again. <laughs> but it was—it's it, it, a. Stunt, but it was you know? fun. It was super fun, and it was—it was a, a fun forty-eight hours. And it was just one of those things that I had always thought: oh, you can link together transit systems, and often they're built to be linked together. The interesting thing is this entire Oregon coast thing. Every single one is intended for me to make that connection. Mm-hmm. Unlike oh. that yep. uh, DC to Boston thing, where they weren't in many instances designed for that connection so uh it should work out it should be interesting and um you know uh, pray for me on monday okay absolutely (laughs) i think you're gonna have a good time uh that exact system that you talked about saved my bacon back in the 2015 bike trip i was curious about your experience guthrie yeah right well that uh portion of it was right about when i was blowing my knees out and Yikes. if I had uh, Kevin from Pedal PT there to say, hey, maybe take that seat down two inches. Uh, <laughs> two inches? Okay. Oh, yeah. It, Damn. So, <laughs> so what had happened with the with the 2015 trip, and I kind of like recovered out of it with some knee socks and other accoutrements, was that I'd lent a bike to the friend a week earlier and not marked my seat post height. Uh-huh. Note to oh, self. So you're just sort of guessing. Yeah, yeah you know, the bike comes back and you're like, shit, I've got a tour. Let's throw it on. And uh-huh. like, you know, you, you get like 400 miles into the ride and you're like, this doesn't feel right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so that was from basically, I think it was Ray's Grocery of uh, Gold Beach all yes. the way down to just into the Avenue of Giants was uh, transit by that same system. And yeah. it actually worked fantastically. I would highly recommend it. And seems like you're going to get a good chance at it there. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited uh, because it's, it's a missing piece that I never have been able to do before mm-hmm. and you know then of course when i was like oh wait i can get to the avenue of the giants and i'm like doing if, the math and i'm like <laughs> so so if i'd i'd be curious if you happen to take video because um describing the harry potter night bus i've come no closer to a real life experience than the driver going through <laughs> avenue of the giants like they they know each of those trees because they cut them so close to the road it truly is a, a transformational experience making it through that route i'm sure of oh, that. It's, it's it's quite fun yeah yeah that's pretty funny <laughs> is that the route that they like cut a tunnel through 
Uh, it's not the tunnel route, but it might as well be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's so many redwoods. I think that just tree eventually off the road. that tree eventually died or fell or something like that. Talking about the one, one that you could drive through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And it wasn't on the avenue. Uh, it was one of the little roads off of it near Myers Leggett. Flats or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, in that area. But yeah, yeah. It's a it's a really good great route and like truly if that had not been available i wouldn't have made it down to down to san diego yeah so yeah uh, I, it's a good route i uh, had an, an instance where i had to turn around uh because i was running out of time to get to san francisco and i ended up having to go back to where did i have to go back to arcade not arcade eureka yep and to get a one-way car rental you found it yeah eureka i found it well i wish i had (laughs) i I thought a little bit more about using transit because now i'm a big proponent of fast forwards i could have made up a day just by you know uh fast forwarding Mm -hmm. through maybe part of mendocino county or something like that and um yeah, it's it's unfortunate that I didn't do that because I ended up turning around, but I got to spend several days in the Avenue of the Giants area, oh, yeah. which is fantastic Burlington campground. No complaints. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, now that I've sort of learned more things and um, integrating in these fast forwards to be a part of the trip or to know that it's an option if for some reason I have to take a zero day for something, I know, oh, OK, well, in this area, I've got options to kind of skip ahead and get back on schedule. So, yeah, it's cool. Useful knowledge. Yeah, it is. If, if you've been doubting traveling the coast by bike, know this. If anything should fail, you're less than a half day away from transportation, which will catch you up at probably like 12 points along that route. So that's 12 days worth of travel that yeah. you can basically just mulligan if you need to. Yeah. And if you need to get back and there's also, you know, you can use it to get to a bike shop mm-hmm. or, you know, there's lots of different interesting ways to do it. It's inexpensive. Oh, that's the other thing is that this it's like four w- bucks or something like it that. It is the, um, the, the week pass, which I'm going to be getting, which will get me from Portland out to the coast, unlimited stuff on the, at least uh, from Yahats north. Um, and then a trip back, that's 30 bucks. Wait, that works for all of these bus lines? All of the buses yep. except for the Curry County one. Wow. Now, the Curry County one is going to be, I think, 25 on its own. And definitely no not for the Lane County one. And there's no Lane <laughs> County one, so, yeah. No, the Lane County system is free. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is right. <laughs> but but I'm going to be paying for it that night. I'll tell you. It's paid in different ways. Oh, man. Uh, Twinkies and ho-hos for that. Yeah. Paid in full. So I, I guess just maybe one of the last questions, and we'll probably wrap it up here because our listeners are, are nearing the ends of their uh, their commutes, I'm sure. Yes. But, uh, Tim, you've you've done a number of routes a number of times. And this is, do you know how many times this is the Oregon coast or you've gone down the route of the Oregon coast? I feel like I've done it almost every year since 2012. That's a lot. I mean, I've probably done some elements of Oregon every year, so six years in a row, give yes. or take, seven. Um I love the routes that I love. I yeah. talk about the, the Oregon coast a lot. I talk about the California coast a lot. And I talk about the CNO a lot. And it's because I, I do them every year. There Sometimes familiarity can mean that it's like an old friend. And that was call, kind of what I wanted to ask was, yeah. yeah, like what keeps it fresh for you? Because some people would be like, well, I've been there. I've done that. And I want to do the next thing. So for you, you, you've been back to these places. What is it that keeps it fresh and makes you like the experience? I think... These places are so beautiful and they're so stunningly unique that 
it's just nice to go back and be like, oh, I remember this. I remember this one trip where this is where my buddy Mysterious James got a flat and I picked these blackberries here uh, along the Avenue of the Giants. Every time I pass by that grove, I remember that. Um, There's other times where it's sort of like, oh, I have a picture from this exact same spot because how that tree sits, you know, how the framing is right here. I know I have a picture like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think there's some element of familiarity that makes it just redoubles upon itself. It's it's the story that you keep retelling. There's almost like an internal oral history, as a, as it were, and um, I think it's I think also these roots are special. If it was a place that maybe didn't have the same meaning to me, I, I think that would be easy for me to say, eh, okay, you know, I've done that. It's cool. Like the East Coast Transit Bus Connection Tour. <laughs> well, because that was super fun and definitely necessary in my life. It's like, dude, buy an Amtrak ticket. It's cheaper and faster. For <laughs> yeah, science. For, and, for and, science. And you're not stressed out about making a bus in Connecticut someplace. Because right. if you miss that, then you're stranded for 24 hours. Or hammocking oh, underneath a billboard. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. the best part of that. Yeah. And then I couldn't sleep because I was, it was so, it was like as hot as it is in this place. Right. And I was just like, I was literally, I was like in my underwear, just like, like laying in a hammock and I'm thinking, this is how I die. <laughs> Hello, Mother this Nature. Oh, You're like, sorry, mom, this is oh. how I die. Uh, spoiler alert, I made it. Man found naked in hammock. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. It's like Florida man found in hammock. <laughs> they just didn't know I was New York man. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's very cool. Uh, well, we wish the best on this next tour down the coast and back. Thank you. Your fast forward, your rewind, Thank all that. Thank you. Uh, it's, uh, it, it's, a, it's a pleasure to be, come back and regale my tales of this stuff. And I would say over 75% of our listenership already knows where to find you, whether we told them or not. But... How can people find you on the uh, internet? You can find me for bicycle touring goodness over at pedalshift.net. And I am also on all the socials as well over at pedalshift. That is P E D A L S H I F T. Pedalshift. I don't know why I spelled it. I just, <laughs> I never spell it. I guess, you Sounds know, good in to case me. you confuse it with P E T A L. Uh, you know? <laughs> or have you bought that domain yet? No, okay. I don't even own pedalshift.com. You know, it's funny. Someone owns it, and I know what I'm doing when I get home. Oh no, 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 no! Somebody owns it and wants like twenty five hundred bucks for it. Oh. What? I'm like, huh, I guess that must mean I'm doing something right, right? Yeah, right. There we go. So it's at .net. <laughs> Tell that dot com person to give me back my website. Well, you know they don't show up on uh, your favorite search engine. So, well, you know I, what's I, funny is I never wa- I I. I I don't know why I took .NET. I was like, ah, .NET, that's cool. So so I th- you've been all around long enough, not to derail our ending here, but you could totally ICANN that. You just just get in touch because you've got a brand. Oh, you've got everything. Point. You could actually eminent domain your own .com. Well, you know what's interesting you mean is eminent I have a domain, very good friend. Domain? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I heard you got a domain. Maybe you want a domain for your domain. <laughs> I have a friend who does this type of law, so I, maybe I can, I can uh, get him to help me out. I'd, I'd say there's a case there. There might be. There might be. There might be. Fabulous. All right. To be continued then. In yes. That case. <laughs> well, Tim, thank you again for coming in. Thank you. All right. Uh, and like I said, we thank all of our listeners every time. So, Except for you. Well, you know who you are. <laughs> You're we, not on the donor oh, list. <laughs> we won't thank Brock. Wait. That's, okay. Oh, that's that's who we're listening. talking about. That's who we're talking oh, about. Okay. No, we thank you specifically. You listening oh, right now. That's you. right. Thank you. That's pretty meta. All right. Um, do we want to try and you. share these credits all together? We we can <laughs> pass them I, around. I have to. I have to get mine. I have to bring mine up here real quick. Uh, these are the pauses. I edit out. Oh, or, you, of course, or Brock you got a machine. Yeah, yeah. Zero chance that gets edited out. <laughs>
I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh-uh, I've been on it this time. <laughs> Don't ever use this. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Don't ever. By use the it. way, thank you so much. It, it for... gives you guys so much joy to play that. <laughs> thank you for not. Yeah. By the pursuing... way, I've been on the show way more than ten times. If you count all that nonsense. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> for not pursuing litigation, we thank you. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> yeah. I guess, I mean, you Visit did say don't ever use this, I and we did continue to use this. I was pretty effing clear, wasn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, he's I mean, got a case. <laughs> when does it like go into, what would it be, like defamation or libel or whatever? Like, I mean, it... it no, no, you recorded my voice in a in a state where it's cool to record my <laughs> oh, voice. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so even if you were to say, you know, again, hypothetical, even if, even though you we had We were in a said, public place. Even though you had said don't ever use this. Yeah, I mean, the we fact were, that we still use we were in a public still... place. Now, there's an argument that you uh, you were trading on my fame, which I think is hysterical. Oh, totally. <laughs> we totally were. Yeah. <laughs> you know it. That's guilty. Super funny. Yes. So yeah, no, I don't think that you're trading on the huge Tim Mooney demographic. Which, you know, okay, so all the DLs you get off of the Tim Mooney stuff. <laughs> I think it's half and half. <laughs> I didn't By the way, listen. check out our merchandise section on yeah. our website the, for all the Tim Mooney bobblehead dolls that we've got <laughs> fabricated. That's right. You know, um, oh, yeah. Speaking of trading on, on fame or not fame, <laughs> this is a total derailment, and we can totally edit this out. Ha- do you, are you guys familiar with the hashtag Plain Bay? No. 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 Okay. No. As we in airplane? Talk, yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't talk about it I right mean, now. this is it's, all going into an next episode anyway, so let's a, talk about it now. It's a huge, like, soap opera mess of, like, questions about, about privacy and and uh, as it relates to social media. Huh. So yes. the story I gathered, and, and I'm getting this, like, months and months after the fact. Okay. The story that I gathered was there are two people sitting in a plane watching this sort of romance happen uh you know in front of them Aww. and so they're they're like tweeting it out to everybody like, like live, live tweeting. tweeting like like oh and now they're holding hands and like no i don't know if they actually held hands uh-huh. this is like just me like you know yes. putting I'm together the story i'm with no you liable know, here like, right. <laughs> <laughs> um i mean you know it's all news anyways but um the the male half of, of this couple that is being tweeted about is like totally all for this. And like everybody who's involved with this whole thing ends up like on good morning America or some nonsense <laughs> okay. like that, talk, except for the female half oh. of this plain Bay. Uh, and that was the hashtag that they were using. She's not into it. <clears throat> she, she was not into it and it's all played off like, Oh, she's just shy or whatever. Well, as the internet is full of monsters, yes. which we all know, mm-hmm. um, she got doxxed. Probably she got doxxed. Are you got serious? Oh, yeah. yeah, people yeah. slut shaming her. All Boo. all sorts of nastiness. Came out, you know, and and so Reddit she finally she finally like you know comes out of, in public and says like you know this wasn't this wasn't a romance happening. This is an invasion of my privacy. This was me like just thinking I'm I'm having a fairly enjoyable time with this person that I happen to be sharing a. Uh, a, a, a row, row with, with yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. plane, and suddenly, like now, there's this whole narrative, and then on top of that narrative, which it you know has has its own questions of privacy and and uh, yeah yeah all of that. Mm-hmm. On top of that, then there's all of these internet trolls that come out because again, the internet is full of monsters and a holes. Um, you know, coming out and like threatening her, and like even like finding her physical address and and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Not as, cool. As it happens, not even funny. 
Yeah. So, anyways, if you all were that if say, you were thinking to yourself, "Gee, that sounds like a fun idea," right? Don't don't do it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> not not that you would. I think so. Not. Thanks for not suing us. <laughs> <laughs> Long story short, right? Oh, that's where we're going with that. There we go. Very good. If, Steer it on back in. <laughs> Steer back out of that skid. <laughs> It took me. It took me a second. Wait, why were we talking about? Play- oh, that's right. I brought it up. Oh no, like, Tim's <laughs> gonna get to Avenue Giants. I, I have a twenty-minute side. Hashtag bike day. <laughs> it's yep. the new Lindbergh baby, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, by the way, <laughs> oh, that God. has to be an X episode, and it's got to be just hashtag bike bay. <laughs> bike day. <laughs> <laughs> One more thing, just before yes. we go, and I, I do want to thank Ride with GPS because they dropped a couple T-shirts. Because you got a free shirt. You're yeah. wearing it right now. I'm wearing it right now, and you know what? As my sweaty bike as I bay, am, by the way, my bike bay wears her. Well, where's the one that they gave? Perfect. Thank you so much, guys. Absolutely. And they have a nice product, too, that I use. Besides the shirt, the product itself, the app (laughs) is cool. The actual product, yes. (laughs) See, it's legit if you actually use it. Yes. That's the criteria, is do I use this myself? Yes. Okay. It's cool to talk about. For sure. And so this shirt that they gave me, I'm wearing it, and I don't feel like it's all soaked through with sweat, even though I have been sweating nonstop since we started recording. And that just... That's just one way that I can vouch for the legitimacy of Ride with GPS. And that's right not on. even their app. It's just the promotional T-shirt that they <laughs> gave us. <laughs> Thank you, Ride with just GPS, by virtue, just your by sweat virtue properties. Yes. That's right. Their, their shirts wick well. I can't say the same for the uh, heavyweight cotton PPS T-shirt <laughs> that I cut the sleeves off oh. and I'm currently my, wearing. My uh, uh, World Domination Summit swag T-shirt is literally soaked down <laughs> to my belly button. It's amazing. I wasn't going to you but yeah yeah uh, you're right <laughs> all right let's my, do this my, get out in the fresh air inventive t-shirt is 70 30 so we're doing okay uh, <laughs> why did oh, i wear cotton oh, yeah no save me cotton right. kills. <laughs> all, all right. right you ready yep i apparently am not the sprocket podcast is produced at stream pdx community audio studio thanks to the generous support of open signal our website is the sprocketpodcast.com call or text to 503-847-9774 email to the sprocket podcast at gmail.com twitter and the instagrams at sprocket podcast thanks to ryan j lane for our theme music Hurtbird for our headline sounder. Marcus Norman for graphic design. And thanks to sustaining donors Logan Smith, Shadowfoot, Katrina Melumgard. Wayne Norman, Ethan Georgie, Eric Iverson. Cameron Lean, Richard Wisinski, Tim. Holy shit, he's here. I'm very hot. Thanks, Tim. (laughs) Glenn Kubish, Matt Kelly, (laughs) Eric Wise. Todd Parker, Dan Gebhardt, who is a a time time traveler traveler. and a scooter transporter. Dave Knows. Chris Smith, Caleb Jenkinson, J.P. Cooley. Peanut Butter Jar, Matt, Marco Lowe, Rich Otterstrom. Andrew in Colorado, Drew the Welder, Anna. Andre Johnson, King of Division, Richard G. Guthrie Straw, Aaron Green, author of We Were Like Sons, founder of the Re Granary. Campsite, Mac Nurse David, Nathan Poulton. Chris Ross and Rory in Michigan, Michael Florney. Jeremy Kitchen, David Belay, Tim Coleman. Harry Hugel, who was in Oregon himself recently. E.J. Finneran, Brad Hipwell. Thomas Skato, Keith Hutchinson, Ranger Tom. Joyce Wilson Ryan Tam, Derek Wagner. Jason Optenberg, Microcosm Publishing. David Moore, Todd Grosbeck, Chris Barron, Chris Barron. And Chris Barron. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Baird, Gregory Braithwaite. Ryan oh, Mar- and Simon. Yes. <laughs> uh, Ryan Morrow, Jimmy Diesel, Dude Luna. Matthew Rooks. And Marshall! Yeah, and all of our former donors who helped us get this far, thank you so much. Now, brush your teeth and go to bed. 
Jesus H. Christ, we must be a mile yeah. from the sun. <laughs> Holy shit. This <laughs> is Open that door. Oh, man. Oh, oh wait. I just, <laughs> wait, so we have a... Um, I'll splice right. it in. We need a thermometer in the airship. A thermometer? That'd be, that'd be <laughs> like we're done when it reaches 100 degrees. Ooh. I hey. don't want to know. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey folks. Hey, folks. Yeah. It's a really hot episode. In fact, it's 89 degrees. <laughs> I weigh 100 pounds now. <laughs>